Hello, everyone. It's Lee Henson, president and founder of Agile Dad, and it's time for today's episode of The Daily Stand-Up. So without any further ado, let's get started. It's Thursday. The week is winding down. We're winding up for a good weekend. Life is good. And I have a topic that's been kind of in the hot seat. It's been a hot pocket lately. It's about product teams and product management. Today, I want to talk to you about four traits of a wildly successful product team. This was brought to my attention. And I thought that, you know, what a great way to kick things off. I love when teams organize and celebrate around products. In fact, one of the things I encourage people to do whenever they talk to me about scaling is I have a conversation about descaling where I talk about scaling back the number of products or initiatives you're working on so that you can have some more dedicated focus. So here are the four traits of a wildly successful product team. Coming in at number one, these teams build a product vision and strategy from deep customer insights. They're not trying to create this on their own. They know who they serve. They know what fundamental problems they're trying to solve. They know how best to address them. They have a single focused definition of success. I think that what we miss sometimes is that we often have people who fill in the gaps as subject matter experts, and oftentimes they'll influence the product teams or they'll influence people. And it, it makes us miss out on the rich one-to-one -one interactions with the customers. And it doesn't allow us to feel the empathy that's necessary to say we walked a mile in their shoes, right? So it, it, it's important for us to have that customer empathy. That, in fact, that's the key to us understanding why customers act a certain way or think a certain way. And it can help us translate and prioritize their problems into real solutions. So I think it's just so important for us to really dig in and understand their needs. We need to build a product vision and strategy from deep customer insights. We need to know the customer upside down, inside out. Number two. If you're on a wildly successful product team, the org chart does not define them. Let me explain what that means. When I say team, you need to review the notion of what a team really is. Uh, so Google had a project, I believe it was called the Aristotle Project, and they said teams are highly interdependent. They plan, work, solve problems, make decisions and review progress in service of a specific project. Team members need one another to get work done. That is so true, right? It's it's not how, you know, most importantly, successful teams just don't need to show up on an org chart as is, right? The different functions can report to their respective functional leaders. Engineers can report to an engineering leader, product marketers to marketing, but it's important that we have T-shaped teams that have laser sharp focus that are able to build beyond a component. We want feature-based teams. We want behavioral driven teams. We want teams that can tie that product and strategy into what the right solution is. And I think it's important for us to include business analysts, functional analysts, technical analysts to help product ownership really understand what's going on. But it does all boil down to one product owner who represents the best interest of our customer. Trait number three, they stick, they stick to specific functions and manageable size. I love this. Let's just call it the minimal viable format, right? I've seen this included in almost every project that I've ever been on, but some people just don't understand what that means. So sometimes people take things to a program management level where they're talking about technical support, marketing, sales, product teams, and they're trying to organize everything to wait the shortest job first, and they're trying to get all these uh, incredible people involved. And what ends up happening is you have so much upfront overhead that you never get to actually build the increment that you're trying to build. So there's been a huge debate going on whether product marketing belongs to product teams well it does but but there's also other pieces of this where product teams really need to dig in 
and understand what is happening in the organization, what is happening with the customers. And, you know, I think that if you get these people involved and you get the cross function that you need, you'll start to see teams grow naturally and you'll start to see problems being able to be solved internally and you'll see things streamlined. I think that one of the problems that I see with most of the scaled frameworks is that they have so much upfront heavyweight that that it, it, it sort of trickles off by the time it gets down to the team, which is good. But without that team involvement, without the technical involvement, what winds up happening is you planned a whole bunch of things without having the right people in to give you some insight. So I think you need to put a little bit lighter weight planning up front. You know, don't be afraid to use some design thinking techniques. I think that's great. But pull it in closer to the team, because once you start going beyond 10 to 12 people, you really start losing effectiveness. I'm going here. From the PMP, I learned that the lines of communication state that any more than nine people on a team, your model for effectiveness, your formula for, for effective communication just completely breaks down. So it's important for you to make sure you have teams that are right size, even if you're in a large company, and that you have a clear goal and that you understand the direction you're going and that you have the right people in the room to help you know get things to a manageable size. Last but not least, uh, wildly successful product teams operate on trust and cohesion. Oh my goodness. This couldn't have been timed better. I was recently talking with a group and it, they had huge, huge trust issues. Leadership didn't believe that teams were doing all that they could. Teams believe leadership didn't know what they were talking about. It was, it was incredible. Uh, teams are disbanded at the end of projects and they always tried to pick the best people who were together regardless of what was happening. You know, they, they just, it, it was, it was a big mess, right? And I think that when you cement trust in over time and that you build this respect and you build a profound care for each other on the team, they start behaving like a team of individuals and they come in with a no BS culture. And I can say BS because that stands for believability statistic, right? So, uh, <laughs> so they come in with a no BS culture and they start to really refer back to the customer's voice and understanding the problems that are worth solving and really getting this cohesion together. So they create an environment, and oh my goodness, I talk about this every single class. They create an environment of psychological safety where radical candor can be practiced and people can talk about things, the good, the bad, the indifferent, and they can really get their thought processes moving so that they can build the right successful product team and really have the right people and the exact members that they need and have the rich one-on-one -on -one interactions and really get things rolling along. I guess in summary, what I'm trying to say is I think that too often we're trying to overcomplicate what product teams do and who should be involved. And I think that if you stick with the concept of Poe Bafata, understanding that Poe has the total control, that the business analyst, functional analyst, and technical analyst are there to support the PO and uplift them. And you have lightweight upfront planning, but involved concepts of design thinking. Make sure you have a clear vision and strategy. Get things in place. I can promise you that agility will lead to success if you keep things nice and tight. So that's going to do it for today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Daily Stand-Up Podcast. As always, we encourage you to tune in to AgileDad.com where you can learn more about this topic and others. And as always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.